0: Welcome to Title Women, Mamas Making Waves the Proverbs Way, the podcast where three faithful mamas relentlessly embrace their God-given purpose, empowering and inspiring you through the wisdom of the Proverbs 31 woman. We are your hosts.
1: Jamie Haas, the faithful business expert.
2: Kaylee Holbert-Legg, the Christ-centered, holistic homemaker. Patricia Lambert, the faith-filled dancing achiever.
1: We each bring our own unique perspective and insights to the table, blending our passion for raising children in faith, holistic wellness, the joy of intentional movement, striving for our goals in pursuit of our purpose, and embracing the art of entrepreneurship. Together, we'll uncover the timeless wisdom found in the Proverbs 31 passage and make waves in our modern lives. Join us for faith-filled insights, practical advice, and inspirational conversations on a path to a balanced, faith-driven life.
2: We'll dive into holistic wellness, sharing tips for nourishing our bodies, minds, and souls. Expect vibrant discussions on natural remedies, nutrition, and self-care rooted in faith. We'll groove to the rhythm of dance and intentional
0: movement, celebrating the gift of physical expression as a form of wellness, worship, and personal
1: growth. We'll embark on the beautiful adventure of raising children with love and intention, weaving faith into the fabric of our families, just like the Proverbs 31 woman who watches over the fairs of her household.
2: And we'll explore the world of entrepreneurship as we balance our roles as mothers, wives, and businesswomen. We are here to make waves, to balance the ebb and flow of our daily lives with the
0: tidal waves needed to make lasting impacts for our families and his kingdom.
1: Let's grow together in faith, wellness, dance, motherhood, and business as we pursue the path of purposeful grace, guided by the wisdom of Proverbs 31.
2: Come dive in as we make waves together.
1: Welcome back to Title Women, and we are so glad you are here. Um, As we enter into the holiday season, we wanted to just take a few minutes and remind you of exactly why you are enough, why you've done enough, why everything is exactly as it should be right now. And, you know, so often going into the end of the year, there's a lot of could have, would have, should have. And the truth is mama, like right where you're sitting right now is perfect. And we're going to spend just the next 15 minutes or so um, helping you to embrace that, giving you some ideas and thoughts and ways that we all incorporate life into this without getting lost in the craziness of the holidays and the materialism and all of that and just essentially keeping the main thing the main thing. So with that, Kaylee, do you want to kick us off? Sure.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um So the holiday season, um one thought we're probably dealing with tech issues guys so just of course it's been on my end lately so just bear with us um but one thing that comes to mind of um the holiday season uh and jamie mentioned it of keeping the main thing the main thing is really keeping jesus at the the center of our home the center of our heart and not letting like jamie said the materialism get in the way, letting money get in the way, letting keeping up with the Joneses getting in the way, right? Um, Because the holiday season, yeah, there's a lot of school concerts going on. There's a lot of craft fairs and maybe church fairs going on. There's maybe, um, you know, recitals happening, winter recitals and whatnot. And with the busyness, we have to remind ourselves to slow down to, to just really embrace life, um, and to remember to nurture ourselves through this. So that's nurturing ourselves through nutrition, um, through drinking all the water, right. Um, instead of all of the coffee, let's focus on some water during the holiday season. Um, and just remembering to, to have that time for yourself.
0: I like it kind of in connection with, you know, remembering the reason for the season and um, embracing that is it's a really great time to just check in and remember the fruits of the spirit, because with all of the Black Friday shopping, all of the craziness, everybody being impatient, everybody being go, 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 just remembering love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control Just checking in and asking ourselves, are we being patient? Are we being loving? Um, Because those things can kind of get pushed to the back burner when we're trying to be first in line for something for shopping or, you know, when we're trying to make sure that we get everything on our to do list done and we're losing our patience with those around us who are just, you know, they're experiencing the same craziness that we are. And we're all just doing the best we can. So just checking in on those fruits of the spirit is another really great mental emotional check in.
1: I love that, and I think those around you as well, like your children. You know, they can get caught up in all of it because they have friends talking about it. They're seeing it if they're on tablets or technology. Um, they're getting the ads like. And they're getting a little bit overwhelmed. And remember, we're framing up for them. So I'd encourage you, think back to what you remember as a child. Like for me, I remember the Christmas tree. I remember Christmas lights. I remember the feeling of like cozy and loved and well taken care of. And that's what I want to relate to my kids. That doesn't take any money. I mean, yes, I guess technically some of the Christmas decorating, some of those things, there's some gas money if you're driving around looking at Christmas lights. I can't tell you what I got for my 10th or, or my 10th Christmas or my 12th or my 14th. I have no idea. I think one of those years I got a sewing machine. That's about the only gift I remember. So whatever the latest and greatest awesome thing that your kids are coming home and you're sitting there thinking, I can't afford that or I don't want them to have that or whatever that is. Um, if that's the case, they're not going to remember that down the road, but they're going to remember you being around versus you taking on the extra shifts just to get them that present. Um, and again, not everyone's going to go about it their own way, um, but just keep in mind, like, what do you want your kids to remember? What do you want to remember about this season? There was a time in my life where I just wanted to get through the holidays because it was so much And I realized that's not how I want to do life. That's not how I want my kids to do life. And so I had to eliminate some of the things that maybe were fun and maybe were things like certain holiday parties. I have no issue saying no if they don't fit within my goal set of what I want for the season. Um, And so I just really encourage step back. Think of what you remember. Think of what your kids re You want your kids to remember and your spouse to remember and what you want to enjoy for the season and then structure it around that.
2: And going off of what Jamie said of, you know, it, remember what you remembered as a kid. And, you know, there are certain experiences that we get to recreate. And while they're your kids may be coming home and wanting certain gifts and either you're saying that you can't afford it or you don't want them to have it. It's let's a let's not focus on the stress of, okay, you may not have the money for it. Let's not make that apparent to the children, but also we have to remind our children the reason for the season. We have to remind our children that it's not about the greatest latest technology or the greatest fanciest toy, right? It's, it's about being with family. It's about remembering and celebrating
1: Jesus. Um,
2: so I just wanted to throw that in there.
1: And, you know, on that and the fruits of the spirit, one thing that we have done with a family for several years, or we have done as a family is that we reach out and a lot of times go to our school counselor and ask if there's a family that we can serve. And sometimes in past years, we partnered up with other families and done this. Um, you know, there's a lot of trees, there's a lot of opportunities for giving, but something we really wanted to keep it local to our small community. And so going to the counselor and just saying, hey, is there a way that we can serve? And I will tell you, probably one of the most torturous shopping trips of my children's life was when we walked in during the holiday season, and we bought clothes and toys and all of these things. And they got to walk out with not one thing. Um, but it taught such a strong lesson. And it they helped. It—it it, We kept the main thing, the main thing. It was about serving and providing for another family. It was about recognizing the gifts that we had and making sacrifices um, so that we could serve them. And it really There's one year in particular that I really remember it making a big impact on our kids. And they have talked about it years later. Now, one of the side benefits is we actually ended up finding out who the family was through a random chain of events and know that family now and our kids go to school together. But it really created this lasting impact actually for kids on both sides because the other family was able to see they were able to receive that. And I think that's a huge blessing. And our family was able to give that. And they both learned so much through it. And that's honestly a really fun tradition. It can look different, whether it's food, whether it's gifts. Um, But that's a fun way that we really like to take time. It creates memories as a family. It keeps us focused on the things we care about, but it also serves others within our community. Um, Ladies, do you have any ways that you kind of traditions or things that you've done.
0: I really liked how you mentioned that that was a positive experience on both the giving and receiving side. And so mamas, if you're listening and you're not on the on the giving side, you're not able to give or serve right now. I just want to encourage you that it's okay to be on the receiving side and to accept the help that's offered, accept the love that other people are offering you during this time, Um, anytime really, but especially during this time of year, it can feel really stressful and emotional and there can be a sense of guilt. And so I just, I want to make sure that we're highlighting that is don't feel guilty accepting the help and the love and the service from others, because, it's, it's reciprocal. We need Mm -hmm. to be there for each other in, on both, on both sides of this. Um, So I just wanted to follow up with that.
1: Uh, Thank you. Absolutely. It definitely was something that, you know, like I said, we've been able to see both and I've been able to see like the moms, we had conversations, I got to hear about it. And it really was something that benefited both families in it. In addition, I mean, that was a material example, but honestly, Sometimes it's as simple as check on your neighbor, go shovel their walk. If you live in colder areas, um, you know, if having the kids make a plate of cookies and take them somewhere, I know when my grandma was in the nursing home, um, just going to the nursing home and enjoying Christmas with the, with the guests at the nursing home, sitting with them while they had music playing. Um, those were some things that cost nothing, um, in terms of, financial means, um, but truly made a lasting impact. And again, on both sides, like um, there's really ways that, that you can reach out and build community this time of year without it being a stressor.
0: Yeah.
2: And while we're, go ahead, Kaylee. Okay. Um, So I think what is really beautiful about that. And, you know, I know that we want to get into the conversation of, you know, like traditions and like how we make our homes cozy too. But, um, as a as a mom as well, who has been in the receiving side, um, as well as the giving side, um, it is, there is a, a beautiful duality and, um, Whatever, like Patricia said, whatever season you are in life currently, it's okay to accept the help um, and to receive that love. So I really hope that all the mamas listening in, regardless if they are in the giving um, season, that they can also receive the love as well. So um, Patricia, what did you start to say?
0: So as we're talking about the service and kind of the external activities and the going out into the community, going out and and serving, um, and we also have the aspect of all the activities and events that we can go out and be participating in. Um, a lot of places have parades and they have, um, you know, Christmas stories and polar expresses and all kinds of different activities that we can go out and do. And those are amazing to make sure that they get on the schedule if it's of importance to your family, but also turning inward. Um, This can be a very busy time of year. It can also be some people's really slow time of year. So for me, we are really busy through the fall up until the beginning of December. And then we intentionally take a break from the dance studio mid-December through the first week in January so that we can kind of take that time to recharge so i encourage you that if this is the time of year that you have that opportunity to recharge and turn inward a little bit it's a really good opportunity to do that um you know making your home smell a certain way so that you feel that coziness it activate all of the senses through fragrance simmer pots are great um, baking cookies is great because that smells amazing. Whatever it is that really makes you feel cozy and like you're at home and feels like a hug. Um, those are really great options. Um, foods that are family traditions during the holiday season are another great way of not only connecting with the people that you're with over the holidays, but also connecting with the past, connecting with the people that have been a part of your family traditions in past years, and maybe they still are, and maybe, unfortunately, they're not with you this year. Um, but those are some ways that I feel like you can really connect backwards and forwards with the people who have been there and the people that you're, especially if you're a mama, the people you're nurturing and creating those memories and telling those stories of the past to now.
1: Yes. I, um, absolutely. I think, you know, for, for us it is, and you know, you brought up a thought for me as I, I, you actually brought up two thoughts, thoughts, as you were saying that for one Christmas decorating, that is a hot topic. Like starting November 1st, it becomes, do you put your tree up? Do you not put your tree up? Do you put other decorations up? Like, I swear I've been hearing for weeks now and a funny story 13 years ago, I was pregnant. I was in my first trimester. I was so sick and I was struggling so big. And I remember we got our tree up and that was about the only decorations we got up. We didn't even have decorations on the tree. We had no ornaments. And I remember Christmas Eve having a complete meltdown because I was gonna be a terrible mother that didn't provide for my children a Christmas experience because here I was without even kids to take care of outside of my body. And I couldn't even put a Christmas tree up. And I, I remember having that emotional meltdown funny now, because as we know, I'm not this awful mother and my kids get wonderful Christmases, but I really felt like convicted that I was just going to be terrible and I couldn't handle this. And you know, one of the things I've learned over the years is it has looked different every single year from the year when I was pregnant and I just didn't have the energy to put out. And what my body needed was for me to sit down and take care of my little one and let everyone else do the decorating two seasons where the decorations didn't look as pretty as I wanted them to because I had toddlers that were pulling things and breaking things and it just wasn't the season for the pretty stuff. Um, And honestly, now it is... It depends on the year and there is no one day. I, I mean, I have friends that you know the day after Thanksgiving, they spend the whole day and they magically turn their house into Christmas. That's never been me. I don't have that lifestyle where we just take a full day. But we'll start, we've already started putting out Christmas stuff weeks ago and we'll continue for the next several weeks. Um as we see stuff, put it out. And there's no one right and it looks different every year. Like there's no one right way to do it. And so As far as the decorating and that piece, and you know what, we might be in the middle of decorating and we just hit stop and we turn a Christmas movie on and we snuggle up and um, we enjoy what is. And so I just encourage you, however it looks, let go of how you think it should look and sit in what is, because whether it is just sitting in a half decorated tree or having all of the Christmas plates and everything, like, do you do you and enjoy that. And another thing I we did last year that I really enjoyed and is a tradition I want to continue with is devotionals. Um, there are some really fun 24, 25 day Christmas devotionals that are just focused on the Advent season, the holiday season. I have a friend who is just publishing one, um, Hope for the Holidays. There's one, I think the Gifts of Christmas, like you can go Google it and find they're pretty inexpensive because, you know, they're they're month long. But um, that was a really fun tradition with my daughter that we sat down and just every night it helped bring us back to what mattered. And um, I think that is something that is a tradition worth continuing on, for sure. So question for you guys, because I have teens, I've been through this, you guys have littles right now, and that can look very different than teens. What is something you've been surprise about the holiday season that maybe wasn't what you expected, for example, me and my meltdown, um, over the undecorated Christmas tree, like what, what is something that you didn't expect good or bad about the holiday season, um, once you became mamas in the last year or two?
0: That is a, that's a really hard question. Um, I, I, so this is going to be our second Christmas with James. And um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that anything has been really surprising. I mean, we have still continued to do decorating and it's, it's been more joyful. And I guess the surprise is how much fun some of the things can be, even though he's little and not able to experience things the same way that as an adult we can. But just you know putting on my favorite christmas movie is elf putting on elf in the background and a little bit of commentary here and there while james is semi paying attention and like oh look buddy the elf is eating an entire plate of ridiculous food (laughs) or um so it's it's been more fun than surprising honestly
2: yeah i would have to say the same as patricia because um my So our little guy has just, especially this year, the last two, two years, he's really loved Christmas. And this year he is just since August, he was, he would always ask mommy, when's Christmas, when's Christmas, when's Santa coming? You know, if you sell, if you, if you have the tradition of Santa, if you don't, it's all, it's all good. Um, so he's just been super excited about, about Christmas and, um, everything that we do from the decorating, we already have our tree up ladies. (laughs) We set that up, up Saturday. Um, and he just had so much fun getting it set up. He had so much fun decorating that. And so it's, and the baking, like he loves to bake with me. Um, so I think it's just, like Patricia said, it's just more fun than anything else to just see that magic and that that sparkle in his eye as we, we bring the whole spirit of Christmas alive.
1: And you know, I think that honestly, ladies, might be the perfect way to wrap it up. I'm um, going back to what we said earlier of like, remember what you enjoyed when you were little because you guys are at that phase right now with toddlers where you're seeing just the sheer joy and magic and sparkle that christmas brings you know i'm in this in-between cusp with pre-teens and early teens and truly they're holding on to the glimmer of the childhood innocence and joy and fun it's been actually very interesting over the last month watching as they just that pure excitement over the holidays and so It doesn't matter what it looks like. It matters what it feels like. Like that is what your kids are going to remember. That is what you're going to remember. And so mom, as we head into this season, just truly embrace what you want it to be. It doesn't matter what last year looked like. It doesn't matter what next year is going to look like. Um, Ask for what you need. Give what you can um, and just enjoy the season because it really is a beautiful gift that we all get to have.
0: The Tidal Women community and these conversations extend beyond the podcast. If you enjoy our conversations and would like to dive more deeply into the support, the Tidal Women membership community is perfect for mamas seeking a Christ-centered community to grow in faith, where she will be surrounded by her village through blessings and trials, and where she will find joy and inspiration while being guided by experts in holistic homemaking, faithful motherhood, and balancing business and babies. The mamas who will find a second home in this community will be supported and see growth in so many areas. For more information on the membership and to join the community, visit the link in the show notes. We can't wait to welcome you. If you enjoyed the show, we'd be honored if you would leave a rate and review wherever you listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram to join us on this faithful journey, discovering how we can all embody the essence of the Proverbs 31 woman in our everyday lives. The tides are changing.